Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. I'd like for you to meet the Fab Five, Claudette, whose mission is to help people break through fear and find the truth. Sarah's is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. Catherine mission is to help others in internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide. And me, I'm Whitney. And my mission is to help people do work they love and love the work they do. And today we're going to be talking about worth, self-worth, your worth, How do you know what your worth is? How do you stand in that worth? All the questions about all that comes to mind when you think about worth. And today, Claudette is going to lead our discussion with our goal to help you understand and value who you are and what you're worth. Claudette. Hello. I love this conversation because... How many times have we felt like we didn't deserve something? Oh, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve that. We belittle ourselves in the company of others. We downplay who we are. I mean, this goes into a lot of things. How many times have we felt as a child left out or not important? I mean, on and on we can go with this. And so I'm going to open up this conversation and it looks like Kathleen is like just chomping at the bit here and ready to go. Kathleen. Yeah, worth is such a big subject. It's pretty hard to fine tune what, how much there is to talk about really. For me, worth really comes from a very early age. You know, we embody our parents' worth when we're in their in utero. We embody the environment that we're in when we're growing up. You know, from zero to eight, I've said this before, from zero to eight, we learn patterns and how to respond or, or to react in life based on what our environment is. And I'm just going to give you a little story in regards to worth and how it affected me throughout all of my life. When my mother was pregnant for me, she lost her son to SIDS, that sudden infant death syndrome. And he just fell asleep at night and never woke up. And when she got up in the morning, she was there to face that her child wasn't crying. And so she had a traumatic experience when she was pregnant for me. 
She didn't know she was pregnant for me. So the doctors put her on pain medications and antidepressants. And so adding all that together and then having a father, a birth father who is an alcoholic and abusive uh, to her physically and emotionally, there was a lot of chaos and turmoil before I was even born. And then when I was born, I remember through, through, you know, all the healing that I've done, there's particular experiences that I've had a journey going back to the time when my mom looked at me when I was born and there was disappointment. There was disappointment because I wasn't a boy, not disappointment because I was alive, but there was disappointment because I wasn't a boy. And even though we don't realize that energy creates beliefs within us, those beliefs that I was unworthy, unlovable, not good enough throughout most of my life, even when I was shot at by my father, my birth father as a three or four-year-old, I was separated from my mother and sister. You've all heard these stories before, so it's, I'm regurgitating it because that was the best place for me, yet I felt as if I wasn't lovable, so I had to be separated from my mother and sister. So when we feel unworthy, sometimes that unworthiness is caused from our own actions. And sometimes that unworthiness is picked up by what we, the story we created around the energy in which that we were raised. And we start to react and act in life based on those stories. And so then we start to anchor in a particular story in which we're not worthy, we're not good enough. So then we react differently in the, in the world. So some of us overdo and like, do, 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 continue to achieve. And that's not enough. So let's achieve even more. And then that's not enough. And let's achieve even more. Some of us fall into the old pattern and become alcoholics and drug addicts and, and living in poverty and self-destruction. You know, there's all kinds of ways that Feeling unworthy shows up in our lives. And feeling unworthy shows up in our life. And we can, you know, I'm just trying to wrap it up here. For me, becoming aware that there are some particular patterns in our life that we are reiterating and regurgitating and continuing and not knowing why this is happening. It's an opportunity for us to step back and say, where in my life am I feeling unworthy? Why am I feeling this? And if you can't do it on your own, then reach out to someone else that can help you. Because that's what I've done in my life. As I have gone through healing journey after healing journey after healing journey, whether it's plant medicine or energy healers or cognitive thought therapists or regenerating images and memory, truth, whatever it is, there's all kinds of opportunities that you can step into shifting the way that you're feeling. You do not need to live a life of unworthiness because we're all the light. We all deserve and are love. And you get to forgive yourself and others because it's really, it lifts such a beautiful it lifts all the pain and allows you to live a beautiful life. And Claudette's on um, mute. So she I was trying to go on mute and my computer was flashing a screen over the mute button. I'm like, that is not working for me. Anyway, no, that's beautiful. When you mentioned awareness, awareness to me is everything. 
Like if we're not aware of something, we can't change it. We can't grow. We can't do anything about it. And before we came on today, we were talking about what we, you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? And to me, a trick of the ego, some may agree or not, but it's a trick of the ego to regret and go back and say, you know, oh, I should have, don't should all over yourself, right? Because you just, Awareness, if the awareness is not there, you can't take the action to change it. Um, I think the shooting all over ourselves feeds our, when we're struggling with feelings of not being worthy, when we're shooting all over ourselves, it should have done this, should have done that, should have, it feeds that feeling or that energy around unworthiness. I think that's just incredible point right there too, because I think it, for me, it's like an almost sometimes autopilot to start shooting all over myself. So super relatable to hear you say that in the topic and relating to how that feeds unworthiness. My dance around feeling worthy, it's been a journey my entire life. I know that it comes from a challenging childhood and experiences that started there And the family situation, which I've done immense, immense healing and forgiveness around and have grown in a really beautiful way the last couple of years with that. And then it's like I coming from that, like just wanting love and connection with people. And one of my saboteurs mentioned this quite a bit on our podcast, being a pleaser coming out of that, which I think has really, really beautiful gifts. And then also not so much things to work. Uh, So boundaries for me, you know, like until recently, like what the hell's a boundary and just really putting myself to the side for other people because of my need to please, because of my need to feel love and connection And this started at a very young age. And so there's, you know, I've repeated it in intimate relationships, showing up less worthy, probably being in relationships, not probably being in relationships that were toxic for too long. And, you know, that's certainly that pleaser, that love and connection, that, that low sense of sort of confidence and worthiness was present for me throughout my life. And now as a, where I am today in my life, now it's more of a dance because I have the awareness. I have the learning and it's always a journey. It's probably always going to be a journey, right? Just started, you know, just creating boundaries, right? Is something really like over the last couple of years I've been learning and this show alone has really helped me evolve in that because we're talking about it and we're doing, we're not just talking, but we're doing And then at the same time, I will say also had a very, very fiery side to me that did stick up for myself, that did have this fight that it would take a little while to get there. But this whole other side that was extremely confident, (laughs) I'll leave it at extremely confident, that was very vocal, you know, and and still is. And so, you know, we aren't just one thing. We're all these things, but when there's this dance around, you know, like I would say in my younger days, there was 
friendships where there was great codependence, like things like putting them way before myself, even though there was like this voice in my head. So as I look back, I can see like the patterns there. And then one day, what really helped me on this journey of worthiness, enoughness was when I put my flag in the ground to myself and I said, I'm doing fit district no matter what. I mean, it was a literally a conversation with myself because I did not pursue fit district for a good seven years because I had the limiting beliefs of unworthiness, not enoughness. And, you know, and I don't have the money. I don't have, you know, I don't have, I don't have the resources. I've never been in this business. You know, how am I going to do this? Like, I don't look like a fitness instructor. I, you know, people are going to judge me like, you know, just all these like stories. And finally, like this thing was burning, yearning inside of me that I did. I talked, I said, enough, Catherine, enough. You can do this. You have to do this. Like, it was like so clear that I had to do this. And what I'm learning is one of the reasons I had to do this was to get into action to show myself you are worthy. You got this. You can like do anything like to start to build that confidence because I love learning. I love going to immersion events. I love digging in and journaling and reflecting. But when you're not in action, you're not teaching yourself anything new that is possible. One of the things I believe that builds worthiness, that builds confidence, it's getting out and doing, doing the work, taking the action one day by day, one step by step towards what you really want in life. And when I figured out finally what I really wanted and started taking those steps, this dance with unworthiness really started to unfold to a point now where I can just, I can see the growth there. I can see the dance there still, but it really was just taking that action to start to get out of that sort of unworthiness energy that has been with me through most of my life. I love that you're talking about the dance and that's kind of what we do with our, we dance with our bullshit until we don't. <laughs> and we just, until we're aware, we don't know any better, right? And so, but you took the action and at, with every little step, because, uh, you know, I, I haven't been there the whole time you've been developing Fit District, but I came into your life when you were right on edge of beginning and yes, I've seen what happen. you've done. And I think it's amazing. And each step, grew your confidence in, in your mind, your worth, right? Absolutely. And, you know, so I would say inspiration comes mm. from within and it is spirit rising to be manifest in the earth. And you had an inspiration to do it. So what that's telling me is spirit wants to do fit district. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know that's for sure. hundred percent. So definitely worthy. I love it. Thank you. Sarah or Whitney? This is an interesting topic and, of course, interesting timing. As in the last six weeks or so, I've kind of been coming into a little bit of a personal revelation. 
The first time I remember standing up for my worthiness, I know it wasn't the first time I did it, but it, the first time I really remember doing it was when I was about 19 and I had determined it was time to leave my husband because he was extremely physically abusive, emotionally you know, et cetera. And I remember thinking at that time, wow, I got to get out of here. This is not healthy. I'm better than this. I am worth more than this. And I also remember saying I didn't come from this. And so when you were talking a little bit earlier, Kathleen, about stories we even tell ourselves in our worthiness, it's interesting to me that I now look back on that situation and can admit that I did come from high level of domestic violence as a child and that it's something I wasn't admitting. And maybe I didn't have domestic violence given to me by a man, which is why I didn't relate to it, but it was the same violence and the same behavior. So when we do talk about repeating patterns, you know, I was just repeating a pattern, but isn't it fascinating the story I told myself, which was I didn't come from this when in reality, you know, fast forward, I don't know, what what do we say, 26, 27 years later, and I do realize now that I did come from that. And so unwinding, it doesn't change, it just has a different meaning, and it doesn't make it worse, like nothing got worse because of the label, but a truth is coming forward in me understanding where my unworthiness came from and where not enough started and why I started down that track and how powerful that has been as part of my life. And so a lot of my life has been learning worthiness. And I even look at going into the world of aesthetics when I I gave facials for 13 years and treated women in makeup and beauty and That I look back on now and realize that was an attempt at gaining my self-confidence and worthiness with women. And that was such a powerful experience, such a powerful, you know, I was lucky I got to do it and make money and have a living off of it. But at the same time, what are we doing in our life to create worthiness and to create understanding that we're worth it? And, you know, what is it that we can look around and celebrate and appreciate of the times where we are worthy enough and when we are enough? And holding on to that as a pattern to create more worthiness, more enoughness in the future. So just a a different perspective and and something that's just very real for me and very present for me right now. Sarah, I love you um, bringing attention to the fact that domestic violence comes in many different ways. And so thank you for being vulnerable and adding that to this podcast and that it shows up. And when you become aware of a particular pattern that you you didn't realize where it came from. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, there's the pattern. The awareness is freeing. 
just the awareness alone. You don't have to do a lot of work. Like it doesn't have to be hard. You know, at the beginning of your work, sometimes it feels a little more challenging than other times. And as you continue to step into your healing journey, there's like the awareness alone helps free you. So what things that are coming up are coming up to go. They're coming up to the surface. The challenges that we're facing are opportunities for us to be like, okay, what about this is serving me? What about this is helping to bring up where I feel unworthy, where I'm, where I'm creating blame and judgment on myself and where am I projecting judgment? You know, Oftentimes, when we're feeling unworthy, we're projecting judgment onto others. And so it's an opportunity for us to say, hmm, where am I judging someone else? And how is that, how is that connecting to my own unworthiness? Not always, but most of the time you might find there's a connection. So thank you for bringing that up, Sarah. Absolutely. But if, you know, anything that I have to share can help another or empower, you know, someone to move forward that. That would be amazing. Well, I love it. Really do that. Can I just add something really quick? We are more than ever in this society. Also, we can just get on our phones to find something to feel unworthy about. So I think with social media, you know, even the models don't look like models once they hit the print, right? Like, like we are in a time in day and age where this topic, it just like hit me, is so crucial, especially for our younger generations, just so like social media alone. I mean, there, you know, where this, there were like in this comparison era and, or time, whatever we want to call it. So more than ever, I just think the show is so important because all around us, there's signs that we could take as a reason to feel unworthy and just in our phone, one click of a button. Yeah, that's That's so true. I was listening to Sarah and what you were saying when you started resonated. And for me, the shift from feeling unworthy or not valuing my worth started with a question that I was having about And I asked the questions. It was like, what's wrong with me? I I distinctly remember asking the question and crying. What is wrong with me? And it was about an ex-boyfriend. Another failed relationship, I guess, would be the way to put it. It was like one more failed relationship. And I was like, what is wrong with me? What am I doing to attract people in a way that this just isn't working? And it started me on this journey of my spiritual journey. And I came to a place where it just sort of started with you are the daughter of the king. And being this person, how are you not living your life? How are you not making decisions that are in alignment with your status as the daughter of the king. How could you be making these these choices? And so for me, it started as a place with having to reconcile who I am with the things that I was doing. 
right? And they weren't in alignment. And so I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. And that meant I had to start making new decisions. And Catherine, you talked about this, you know, taking action. And when you take action, how it helps to build the confidence. And so as I started taking actions, not about things that were achievements, right? Our worth is not in our achievements. I think our society makes us think or feel like or tries to make us think or feel like it is our achievements from which we get our worth or the things that we acquire that help to define our worth. And in the end, your worth comes from who you decide you are. Taking the time to then make decisions that move you to be more in alignment with who you are. We we are who we are at creation, right? We forget that. We allow society, you know, it starts with our parents doing the best they can with what they know how to do, right? Loving us in their imperfections and then peers at school and teachers and bosses and friends and all these others who, if we are not standing strong in the knowledge of who we are, start to take on these identities that other people assign to us in our attempts maybe to please them or to not be involved in conflict and and all these other things. So then we lose track of who we are, the beauty of who we are. And at our core, we're love. We are made in the image of the creator and we are love. And until we can get back to that and just know that we are worthy just because, not because of anything we've done, but just because we are, until we get there, it's difficult to move beyond that. And so I'd had that moment of clarity and It has been, you know, Kathleen said, it doesn't have to be hard work. It doesn't have to be hard work, but it tends to be hard work because moving in a different direction, it does take some effort to change, right? If you've ever tried to steer your car when the power steering went out, (laughs) you can still steer the car. But it's harder when the power steering isn't acting or stopping your car when the brakes go out, right? And you can do all kinds of things to try to slow it down and and get it to stop. It takes some effort because you're doing something different. In the end, it doesn't have to be difficult. Or if you look at it over the entire course of that action, it doesn't have to be difficult. But in the beginning, It takes some effort to do something different, and then you can start to gain some momentum and things get easier. And so one of the things that just listening to you, ladies, was that going down this like really dark path with a particular boyfriend. Now, this is after a long line of like bad choices. This was the last bad choice I made. And the reason that I can really connect with this is because it was the last bad boyfriend 
And the thoughts that I had were so clear because I'd had these patterns that I was, I guess I was ready, right? There just came a point in time in my life. I was like, okay, I'm ready to make the changes within that will allow me to attract into my life the kind of person that I want to be with because I'm going to be the kind of person that I want to be and is would be attractive to the person that I want to be. So it wasn't to get a guy, but I recognize that that was sort of the impetus that put me on this different path. So what I discovered is that a lot of the things that I had thought about myself or felt about myself were things that I had picked up from people that when I looked at those people, why would I allow anyone who didn't have their act together, who wasn't living their life in alignment with their professed values, why would their thoughts about me or the value that they placed on me, why would that be something that would influence how I saw myself? And not that they weren't, this is not to be judgmental of them, but it was just a, like a fact. Why let someone else who doesn't have it together, who who's not living a life that is, let's say, perfect, right? It's like None playing of us are small perfect. or playing smaller. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Why would I let someone from that place have any influence on me and how I felt about myself? So. You know, those were some of the questions that I started to ask myself in the early days. They're questions that I still ask when I'm making decisions. Is this a decision? Is this an action that's going to keep you in alignment with who you want to be, who you are, your actual status in life as a daughter of the king? Is this something that the daughter of the king does? And if it's not, then I'm making decisions not to do that because it's not in alignment with my values and it would then lessen my worth as the person that I have decided that I want to be. So those were some of the thoughts that came to me as you guys were talking. And in the end, we are what we repeatedly do, right? The actions that we repeatedly take, the decisions that we repeatedly make. And so if you want different, you have to decide different and you have to act different. And so being a person of worth, you have to decide who who you want to be. What do you think a worthy person or who do you think a worthy person is? And then just make the actions and the decisions that are in alignment with that. And remember, it's not your bank account. It's not your, you're not your body. You're not your degrees. You're, you're not worthy because someone else says social media likes, comments. None of that has any bearing whatsoever on your worth. Only you get to decide your worth. 
Now, you can let other people influence that or you can choose not to let other people influence it. And my suggestion to you is to not let other people's influence have an impact on who you decide you are and how worthy you are. You are worthy just because you are. I love everything that everyone is saying. And I think you mentioned it. You decided to believe you were a daughter of the king and that changed everything. And so I would challenge everyone today. How are you basing your, what are you basing your worth on? I'm going to go into a little bit of mind science and this is beyond religion, but it's proven that we are a fractal of this creative energy. We are part of this expansive creative energy that created universes. It created the earth. It seems to be woven into every living, breathing thing. It seems to be, it, it is the formation of dense matter and, you know, not so dense matter, For that simple fact, you're a fractal of creation. And creation is expansive. It is is worthy. I mean, you don't look at, you know, like the Grand Canyon and look at it and go, oh, that's where they cut the budget on the right side. You just don't do that. Like if you start to look at the laws of nature, if a tree is allowed to grow and not cut down, it becomes magnificent right? There are certain trees, if it gets the right sunlight and it, it becomes magnificent. So our worth, I used to believe that I was not worthy of anything good. My dad left me. I must not be important. My stepfather didn't love me. I must not be lovable, right? I based all these things. I think we all have those childhood stories, right? Like whether it was abuse or not, I've run into and helping thousands of people at this point, everybody deals with, do I deserve it? Or I don't deserve this good thing, or I don't deserve that good thing. And we wonder why good things don't come. I can remember where in high school, I had just graduated from high school. I was broke. Okay. And I needed a new car and I went to the mall and did this thing. And I think I won the car and guess what? I never went to go get it. I never went to go get it because I didn't deserve it. Now, that's how bad it was, right? That's pretty bad. But you were supposed to get these things that were going to put the car together. And if you had a full car, you won it. I had a full car. I never went to go get it. My aunt at one point was going to give the kids money. And I was like, it's okay. And she ended up giving it to my younger brother, my money, because I didn't think I was worth it. That's how bad it was for me. I mean, you know, and I'm not comparing, but it wasn't until I began to base my worth on the unchangeable, the simple fact that I'm a fractal of that living, breathing, beautiful energy that we like to call God's source, the most high truth, whatever, that one creative power, mathematically speaking. It is impossible for us not to be worthy. It is impossible for a drop from the ocean to not contain the wholeness of the ocean within the drop. So it is impossible for you to not contain the wholeness and the worthiness of creation 
within you. We just believe bullshit thoughts. We just look at the changing things around us and the opinions of others, and we base everything on that. Base your thoughts about yourself on who you are, where you come from, at your core, the origin of your being, and that becomes untouchable. And so I'm going to say one thing. I would ask that you say, if you so choose, you don't have to say anything I tell you to say. You can say whatever you want to. But I am from creation, containing the whole of creation. And for this reason, I am worthy. Does anyone have anything they want to say in closing? No? Everybody? That was just such a mic drop moment. And, you know, one of the ahas for me and and being a part of this, listening to my sisters and being a part of the show too. It's like, we are born worthy. We are created worthy. And then some human, some other human comes along, whether it's like Sarah's gorgeous, beautiful share, Claudette's, you know, beautiful share of childhood someone came along right even our parents even right or some a buddy some friend or boyfriend or whatever came along and started did something to make us believe different it's just not true and this this what is true is what's in us and mind be mindful of the people who are in your close circle make sure you're with people who are lifting you who are feeding your worthiness, feeding your worthiness and doing nothing but that. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Whitney. I'm going to turn it back over to you. Lovely ladies, you guys, just an awesome conversation. And I know this will be a blessing to you. Just remember that, you know, as each of us have said in our own unique way, that you are worthy just because you are, because you're here, because you were born, because you were created. You are worthy. And don't let anyone steal that shine from you, you know, to make you play small. You decide who you are and be the fullness of who you are in each and every moment. So with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode. We would love for you to connect with us on our Facebook page. You can learn more about us on our webpage, beyondyourbestplan.com. And so if you've got anything you'd like for us to cover, a topic you'd like for us to cover in the future. We would love to hear your suggestions. We are always open to listening to what you have to say. So thank you again for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. And until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.